And through all of this, there was this just overwhelming smell of the broken display bottle of Love's Baby Soft. So I felt like my crime was obvious to all. Hey, I'm Mike Kippel, and welcome to another episode of Live Through That, the companion podcast to my book where I look at influential 90s musicians and where they are today. On this podcast, we dig deeper into a pivotal moment in the lives of some of the artists I feature in the book. Today, I'm super excited to have Tanya Donnelly on the show. I've been a huge fan of her since I was 17 years old and heard the Throwing Muses and then later her work with the Early Breeders records and finally with Belly and her amazing solo work. The story she tells today goes back a little further than that, though, to an incident that happened when she was just 12 years old. I'll let Tanya take it from here. My mom and I had a car accident. Uh, She was was driving (laughs) at the time. Um, it was 1978. It was a couple of weeks before Christmas, and we were um, headed to a mall, a very rare mall trip, go Christmas shopping. Um, the mall was a couple of bridges over from Newport, which is my hometown, and I had I'd brought all money from the past couple of weeks. And yes, in the 70s, people would hire a 12-year-old to take care of their babies. By the end of the day, I had spent all of my babysitting cash on presents for friends and family. Uh, And this was during a very, very brief time that my friends and I were um, expecting. Um, Very brief and mostly unsuccessful, petty shoplifting stage. So... On the way out, of, um, we passed a perfume counter, and I spontaneously swiped a display bottle of Love's Baby Soft perfume aimed at adolescents and basically smelled like a clean diaper, and we left the store. It had started to snow while we were in the mall, and on the way, we were going over the Jamestown Bridge. And we hit a pocket of ice and the front of our car flew up and we slid over into the opposite lane at sort of an angle that landed us partially on top of the oncoming car in the other lane. Again, it was the 70s, so I didn't have a seatbelt on. And so I flew forward. It just kind of slammed forward on impact. I'm trying to remember. Hit in two places. I hit the windshield with my face basically and head and my right leg hit this plastic shelf that used to be in old cars just under the glove compartment. It was called a shelf, I think, or something like that. Um, And my right leg was cut three quarters of the way around, severed the muscle and nerves and fractured the bone pretty badly. Um, and okay, so that's unlucky. The lucky part is the bleeding 
bleeding wasn't as bad as it could have been because the engine block was forced back into the front seat. So my leg was actually also partially cauterized, cauterized, which is, I guess, lucky. I mean, gross, but also lucky. When the ambulance and fire truck came or trucks, I can't, I don't actually know how many, um, we had to be extracted by the jaws of life. And through all of this, there was this just overwhelming smell of the broken display bottle of Love's Baby Soft. So I felt like my crime was obvious to all. Um, and so when the, when the EMTs put me on the stretcher, I apparently asked them politely not to throw me over the side of the bridge. And I, I think I did this because I was in shock and I had the scary, um, irrational thought that they'd throw me out because I was broken or something. But, but my mom, who I spoke to recently about this, thinks that, that I thought they were going to throw me over because I had stolen the perfume and this would be my sentence um, for doing that. And that sort of odd schismic way of viewing the situation sent me into this weeks, months long, um, just sense of, uh, you know, at 12, it sounds, this sounds absurd because I was 12 years old, but I did just go through this, in just this place of needing something to fill this void of trust in the you know that i was going to 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 live and and live to adulthood and um and be healthy and strong again because i was you know this was a long a lot of um pt that i had to go through for a year after to get back into walking shape and um, in a full walking shape anyway. But uh, it, it's, I, I, I just went to a very, for a 12 year old, 12 year old odd space with it and, you know, demanded of my mother that, and my parents that they let me go stay in an ashram <laughs> with for a while with a family friend. And my mother joined me. I don't mean to laugh at, I, I'm not laughing at the, the concept of of joining a community like that i'm laughing at a 12 year old deciding that she's going to do it on her own um my mom very patiently joined me there for you know what was going to be my introduction to it and um and it was a wise thing to do because by the end of the weekend i was like okay <laughs> i need to get back to my friends and my life and <laughs> and there were a lot of chores involved too <laughs> Um, at the at the ashram, but that that sort of set. Yeah, I didn't realize that at the time. And actually, as I've just re-entered childhood, you know, several weeks later, in a you know, in a more appropriate frame of mind um, for my age, I I still I didn't really recognize that that place that I went to. I didn't walk out of it stayed with me and it became a search uh, that lasted for decades. 
I think anyone who's had an injury that shocks your system like this, and I and I think almost everyone has a version, you know that it it sticks with you when something um I guess brushes close mortality, it it opens something up and and for me it opened some up something that I intensity for, which is curiosity and searching and seeking and wanting, wanting something that would bring some peace and some sense to things that aren't peaceful and don't make sense. Over, you know, over the years that ended up including some great and some not great things. The included, you know, what could only be called an obsession with the Beatles as a teenager their music inspired me to pick up a guitar in the first place and and to write my first song um and the great also include included some really great reading like you know i was got very into the poetry of the mystics and like Rumi and etc and on the flip side of the great stuff would include the not great stuff which was you know, periods of too many drugs and too many, you know, really unhealthy relationships and the good and the bad would include starting up a few bands and then dipping out of them, (laughs) drifter style. I figured out healthier filters for it and, um, and sort of embraced it for what it is, which is just the journey I mean, I'm not saying that this one accident informed everything that came after because that's just not the case. And it would be life reductive to to just draw a red line under one thing. But um, I think an early physical blow like this does echo for a while. Um, and this one did and continues. Tanya still bears a scar on her leg from that incident, a reminder of how sometimes a random accident can influence the decisions you make further down the line. Today, she's still recording music, including a new belly record in 2018 and lots of solo recording. In 2022, she'll release an album with Brian Sullivan under the name The Loyal Seas, so be sure to look out for that one. Also, be sure to look up her cover of a song called Bless the Telephone on her Bandcamp. It's a gorgeous song that I think you're going to love. And speaking of love, here are a few things that Tanya is currently loving. My friend Michael just gave me a book called Finding the Mother Tree by Suzanne Simard. She's a or Simard. Um, she's a tree scientist, tree whisperer. Um, it's this be- just sort of a beautiful book about her um, educational journey and her relationship with trees and plants in general. And it's sort of just focusing on her discovery and um, kind of shining a light on the fact that forests are, are social constructs or social places and, and just the way trees and plants communicate. And it's just fascinating and so exciting to, to read. Um, Also summer of soul. I just saw a few weeks ago and have watched several times since um, and that is just honestly sort of all I want to listen to right now. And Dean and I have sat down a couple of times and seeing it for the first time and just said, look at each other like, 
somersault again. <laughs> it's just, uh, just, I mean, the musicians and just the joy. Uh, it's just amazing that, you know, it's about, it's a, uh, everybody knows what it is, uh, the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. Um, but it just, Mahalia and Mavis and Sly and the Family Stone and Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder, Chambers, but it's just endlessly inspiring and beautiful and joyful and wonderful music. Um, I'm listening to two albums on heavy rotation right now, which are kind of go-tos for me. So I know that I've brought them up before, but um, they're kind of my, there's the two albums that inspire me to work, which is why I sort of go through stages of returning to them, which is um, Passenger by Lisa Hannigan. Um, which has one of my favorite songs, Little Bird, ever written on it, um, among other beauties. Um, Ash Wednesday by Elvis Perkins, uh, which, and While You Were Sleeping, is one of my, also another favorite song of mine. It's perfect. Um, Movie-wise, I would think we just, oh, I watched Akira Kurosawa's Dreams for the first time in a long time couple of months ago and and um that always just I always feel like like yeah I recognize I recognize this headspace <laughs> that movie just um it's just eight vignettes kind of mythical mythological beautiful just gorgeously shot amazing amazingly beautiful to look at while you're checking out some of Tanya's recommendations, be sure to also check out my book, Live Through That, available everywhere now. You can find out more about what Tanya is up to these days, as well as some 40 other musicians. And if you like this show, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review, and tell your friends. We'll have new episodes out every Tuesday. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.